Thank you, everybody, for joining another episode. I have an amazing guest uh, with me today, and I'm so excited to introduce you um, to her. So um, uh, Sam, or Samantha, um, is my daughter-in-law, so I am very proud of her. She's also known um, Witch with Ticks on TikTok. She has a very large very large uh, TikTok following. And um, um, I'm so excited to sit and have a conversation with her about, uh, um, you know, some things that are, um, that are tough, right? Um, But so Sam, if you can just kind of introduce yourself to, to the world, and I'll say world, this is Sam, Sam, this is the world. And uh, so they can just kind of get to know you. Um, yeah, well, I'm Sam. Um, I like to consider myself in the business of inspiration. Um, I'm all about positive vibes and helping people just reach their level of happiness and spirituality that they enjoy overcoming hard times in your life, whether that's health issues or just what we're what we're going through right now with COVID. Um, I'm a mom. I have a five year old kiddo. And she's amazing. And um, yeah, I look forward to chatting with you. I'm so excited. Yeah. Now you have you have your hand in 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 so many um, different things as far as your TikTok, which is I said, uh, how many followers do you have now? Um, I'm I'm at 1.7 million now. Like yeah, that's incredible. On my way to 1.8, so it's exciting. Like, that's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. And you do so many different things on that TikTok platform, um, as you said about spirituality, and you do consider yourself and you are a witch. And, and I love that about you because you have all these amazing parts of you um, that kind of, you know, spreads across and helps people in so many different areas. The ones who relate to you as a witch, the spirituality, um, some of your medical conditions. I know uh, one that I, that uh, you're struggling with right now is your uh, Tourette's. Yeah. Um, and having a son who had Tourette's um, uh, not, and he's kind of gotten better as he's gotten older, but this is one that you're struggling with a lot. Um, yeah. And uh, I mean, my heart goes out to you, but I also think it just makes you, you, because I mean, you can't do anything about it. And uh, um, so if you can just kind of talk about like how um, you got into witchcraft and how you got into the spiritual, like how did you discover all of these amazing things about yourself? Um, where to start? Um, so I... I was born into a really, really Christian family and beliefs and spiritual ideas were always kind of pushed on me immediately as a child. So I immediately, I I was honestly curious about it right out of the gate. And I tried to learn as as much about it as I could. And the type of Christian path that my family followed was just not along the lines of my beliefs. The more I learned about it, the more I learned about myself. And I actually eventually just decided I was atheist. I was like, I don't believe in it. I was like, science, that's the way. (laughs) Um, And it took years and years of exploring and studying uh, Buddhism and Hinduism and just all those Eastern 
types of spirituality. And it led me to the westernized version of that spirituality, which is witchcraft, which is sacred yes. magic. And yes. it brought me to a realization that a lot of what I'd been doing my whole life was in fact witchcraft. And I had already been meditating without knowing it. I had already been uh, manifesting without knowing it. And I just took a hold of it and elaborated on it a little bit more. And it's become my whole life. <laughs> yes, 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 it has. And what I think, you know, what I love too, is that my son, he has, um, uh, uh, I was going to say not latched on, that's the, the wrong, the wrong word, but he has become spiritual himself. Yeah. Right. And, and, and I thank you for that. Cause I have tried for many, and you know, of course I'm mom, he doesn't listen to anything, but it's incredible to see the shift in both of you. Cause you've been together for quite a, like quite a while now, four years mm-hmm. and, you know, and just what he believes in and, and your, and your daughter, you know, what, what she does now. And uh, you know, she's, she's growing up around and it's just, that's just what it is. Yeah. And uh, I, I think it's just amazing the different things, you know, they do. If people could see what you have and what you do as far as your witchcraft and people can go to your TikTok as well, because you have videos and, and, and things on there about your witchcraft. And you're an amazing cook, by the way. <laughs> I get, I get to, I get to test that. Yes, she's an amazing cook. My mouth is watering right here. Um, and uh, um, so, with your um, your Tourette's, so that came on kind of suddenly, um, out of nowhere. I um, so tell us a little bit about that because I know that's a big part of your life right now. Yeah, and I feel like I haven't even really talked about it in detail, even with you, just privately. So, like, this is a good chance for me to kind of explain it all. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it seemed like it happened all of a sudden. It really did, because um, within a week, it was, I was experiencing more tics than your average person with Tourette's syndrome. Yeah. Um, and it, it was startling. And so I immediately stuck seeked out a neurologist and whatnot. But upon talking to my neurologist and having appointment after appointment and discussing what's happened previously in my life and um, just my history and like my family's history and stuff, um, we've actually realized that I was probably born with Tourette syndrome. And my first tick that I experienced was at seven years old. But because of the type of family I was in, medical issues or anything like that was never looked into properly. Um, I also I had a period in my life where I was like chronically sick, like throwing up all the time regularly. It was never looked into. So that was just the type of family I was in. So when I got that blinking tick, it was completely overlooked. There were several other instances where my head would twitch and I would like hurt myself, but it was always overlooked. And so it wasn't until it became really prominent now in my teens to adulthood where yeah it's absolutely changing my life so well and you seem to have gotten you know it's gotten better and I know through um researching it myself um uh when you started to get really sick with it was um that you know stress induces it and and uh 
you know, and we all go through stressful times and then it, you know, starts to get worse. And, um, so what are you doing now, um, to kind of like, do they come and go? Do they stay constantly? Because I, when I'm sitting here looking at you, I mean, it's better than what it normally is. Um, and I know it does go up and down and, uh, yeah. so what, what practices have you gotten to, um, kind of help yourself with that? Yeah. So ticks, they really do wax and wane. They're never going to be the exact same all the time for anybody who has ticks or Tourette's. It doesn't even have to be Tourette's ticks. Just, they do what they want. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. That so, is true. Yeah. Like my whole life, it was, been, it was really mild. And then, like you said, like when I got really sick with it, like it it just exploded all of a sudden. That was right after a a bad falling out with my father. I was still a new mom. So life was just stress. And then the pandemic hit. And so I feel like that increased them even more. Um, I, yeah, I am more than happy right now with the fact that my tics are so mild. I can deal with the odd, like, yeah, physical twitch and stuff, you know, but (laughs) It's no more like constantly screaming and constantly saying words like they can be funny and all. I love it, but I don't love it. It can yes. be stressful. It can be frustrating. Yeah. Yes. But now I'm on medication and I see my neurologist quite regularly just to like keep her in the loop with like how often yeah. I'm getting my ticks. So. Yeah. So I know that, um, that you, you know, spirituality is a, is a big thing for you. And, uh, you have, um, really kind of, uh, reached out to that part of you more in the last little while. So in the last little while, sorry. Um, so why, and explain to me why you've kind of made that switch and what that looks like. Um, so I feel like there's a huge misconception in along the lines of like spirituality interfering with your mental health or your mental health interfering with spirituality. Um, both complement each other, in my opinion. Yes. Both can help support each other, in my opinion. Um, not only mental health, but just health in general. Like, <laughs> how to explain? Um, I came to the realization after my tics got really, really bad that I was either going to get frustrated and hate the rest of my life or hate that moment in my life because it was so overwhelming and just a lot to deal with, physically painful, whatever have you, yes. um, or I could accept it and try and learn from it and um I always think of Rafiki from Lion King what how he um how he says the past can hurt and he's just like you can either learn from it or run from it and then he smacks Simba on the head (laughs) or whatever and he goes to smack him again but Simba ducks and he's like see you're learning already so just I think about that all the time I love that (laughs) right even in the case of health issues and anything like that So, um, yeah, the more these neurological issues, mental health issues, anything has come up in my life, I try and address it in that type of perspective. And it really has helped me and has helped me spiritually grow, has helped me become just more aware and in the moment. Yeah. 
So what does your spirituality look like? Because spirituality can be so many things. It is that. And when people say, you know, I believe in spirituality, it like what, so what it can be, it could be Christianity, like your family, like it's all encompassed under one big umbrella. So what part of that resonates with you and helps you get through every day? And what you, you know, as I said, with Simba, what gives you the spiritual, you know, um, head. <laughs> head slap, right? What well, is it? The beauty of spirituality is it means something different to everyone. You know, yes. I love that about spirituality. Um, the more I've come into my own spirituality, I've become so accepting of other people's religious choices, cultural choices, whatever have you. Um, it's just spirituality has opened my eyes in that sense. Yes. Um, and like you said, like, yeah, spirituality can mean so many things. It could be living by a set of rules you've set for yourself, just like yes. how you treat people. It could be belonging to a certain faith or religion or community. It could be just meditation and prayer, focusing on spiritual value. Like, yeah, it means something absolutely different to everybody. Yes. Um, and I think having any sort of like disadvantage in my life has been designed to teach me something and so because of that I've explored what feels like almost every religion but I know it's not because there's far too many out there to fucking learn about <laughs> um I I consider myself an omniist um if that can be classed as a type of religion and uh, omniism is where you find a bit of truth in all religions and a bit of falseness to all religions mm, and okay. I practice I practice a little bit of everything okay um, it's yeah <laughs> I, I could see that I could see that um because you're 100 percent right uh, there is truth and I mean you take what resonates with you from all um religions yeah um I you know I, I I truly believe there is something out there I just don't know what it is but yeah. that I just haven't put a name to it. I, well, that's not true. I say the universe or, or whatever it is, but people call it all sorts of things and it could be the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. It's just what we call it. Mm-hmm. Um, just it, it's what resonates with us. That's so, just it. Yeah. I, uh, I like to tell people that religion, all religions are the exact same thing. Yes. They're all talking about the exact same thing. Yes. There's just different interpretations of it. Absolutely. And they call it something different and they, you know, uh, use it in different ways and, but it's all the same thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and if you look back to all the different religions and, and there, as you said, they're all so similar, um, and then people, you know, take what they need to. Some people go to church, some people do yeah. witchcraft, some, cause that is also a spirituality. I, I say that the Bible is the greatest book of magic as long as you know how to read it. Oh. If you are spiritually in tune with yourself enough not to be clouded by being judged by a God, there's too much human humanization in a God, you know? Yes. But if you just, if, if, you, if you know how to read that book, it is the greatest book of magic and motivation you just yeah you got to know how to not be um biased I guess yeah no you have to you have to take that part of what like that 
that, um, um, as you said, look at it with an open mind. Yeah. And then, and I think if you read any Bible yep. and take it in your content, it all makes sense. Yep. Um, I have a friend who is a Muslim and she gave me the Quran. I was very interested. And cool. I started to read some of the Quran because I wanted to know what it, what it is, like what makes people tick. That's why I said, that's what I love about people's stories. So I started to read the Quran and I'm looking at it going, this is the same. It's the same. It is. Yeah. It's just, as you said, the interpretation, but the fundamental is the same. Mm-hmm. We all want love. We all want peace. We all want to serve something better. We want to be good people. We want, we want, we want, we must be, we must be, we must be. And, um, which is absolutely fascinating. Um, and I think it's great because, you know, if, if I think more people could get, you know, realize that there would be less hate, less war, less, all that kind of stuff. Um, um, but that's been forever and ever and ever there will be war and stuff about religion. And if you look back even to the Greek, it was, you know, it, this is not anything new. And unfortunately, um, I don't think it, it will ever, um, well, not ever. I hope that, that it does because it's horrible. So what specific spirituality do you do? So when you talk spirituality, because I know that um, you have been reading a lot of books mm-hmm. and there's, I know one particular I want to read. <laughs> When you're done. <laughs> you're talking about this one. I am. <laughs> um, so when you think of spirituality, what, um, if you were to try to explain to me, we, cause we had this conversation in the car. Mm-hmm. So what, how would you explain it to me? So when you practice your spirituality in your, whatever, what does that look yeah. like? Okay. So um for me the root of spirituality is meditation um I feel like everybody hears that so often and I honestly I see it in people's faces that they get frustrated that that's always the first thing that's thrown in their face about spirituality they're mm-hmm. like really like meditation again like oh like yes. a lot of people get frustrated and they don't know how to meditate and yes. but honestly meditation is the fundamental of getting in tune with yourself and the universe yes um and yeah, so first of all, that's the first thing I think of. But other than that, I, I believe that we all are a soul inside of a being. I believe that we have several lives that we use as learning lessons towards a better purpose, a higher purpose of sorts, I guess. Um, yeah, a book I would highly recommend to anybody like interested in these sort of subjects would be Journey of Souls by Dr. Michael Newton. Um, I've read it twice now. <laughs> and I'm finally on his second book, which is called Destiny of Souls. Um, and I'm super into Destiny of Souls. It's actually, his work has directed me in other, into other directions as well. Um, I've been looking into Ram Dass work. I'm not sure if you know who that is. No, I don't. Um, he was a spiritual leader of sorts. You'll have to look him up. <laughs> um, but he's got, yeah, an amazing book. And um, just, it all sits around the same idea that we are all one consciousness, but separated by percentages of our own individuality. And it just, 
it, it makes for more enlightenment, so to speak, because yes. we are learning more by living through various lives. Yes. Um, yeah. So do you believe people came here with a contract? I do. Yeah, I do. I believe we all have a soul group. I believe we all have, um, yeah, a plan that we make and a life that we choose and an area that we choose to be in and the people we choose to be around. And everything is here to teach us a lesson based off of what we struggle with to learn. Yeah. And I know, and, and you've heard that a lot of times, right. That we've, uh, we signed a contract and chose, uh, you know, our parents and chose all that kind of stuff. And then when people do struggle and, and I have asked the question myself, what the actual F, because when you do struggle and have a, you know, tragedies, and upbringings that were not ideal and were tragic and trauma and, and things like that. Why then you got to think, why would we choose this? So, you know, yes, it's a lesson, but my God, what sort of lesson do people have to learn when they go through such horrible things? So that's what I'm struggling with. It's like, okay, I apparently chose this, like what? But Uh, even if you look at people in general and what's going on in the world, if we chose this, so how do you, like, do you have an, like, do you have an opinion on, we sit up there and go, okay, I want that. Or is it, we choose the lessons and it kind of comes out as it is because we often think, why would I have chosen this? What lesson and I've said, and you know, I've always said this to my son, what less, everything is a lesson, everything, whether it's good or bad, you, there's a lesson in, in what it is. There's a lesson in chaos. There's opportunity in chaos In tragedy. There's an opportunity. There's um, all these things because it, it shows you, and then you need to choose what path, mm-hmm. but when you say, when we believe in that, how do you, how do you think it works? I, it is so hard to literally put into words. Yeah. I feel like once you come to an understanding of why things happen the way they do, it is undescribable because all that's going to come out of your mouth is well, it was God's will or it's the universe's it's destiny. Like it's just how it's, karma, whatever, like everyone has their own word for it, but it is undescribable. Honestly, we, we are all striving towards the same goal in the end. Mm -hmm. Um, but because we are only a fraction of the source, we have not nearly enough of the experience to truly know how to approach situations. So even if you come into this earth, an absolutely amazing soul, an absolutely amazing person, you're sweet, you're caring, you're thoughtful, you're affectionate, you're everything you're supposed to be, but you still end up with some health condition. You wind up with cancer. You wind up with seizures. You wind up, you're sitting there thinking, why, like, what, what did I do? You were still put there to learn exactly that lesson. You were put there to set aside that poor me, set aside the ego, set aside 
everything else and use your disadvantage to your advantage, if that makes sense. Ooh, that's powerful. So yes. the, the best like example of that that I could think of is you think about like blind people and how well they use their ears and stuff, how well they can hear things. They use that disadvantage to their advantage and everyone calls them superhuman or like their senses yes. are advanced, but it's truly not. They're just far more in tune with themselves. Oh, yes. Okay. I like that. That may, yes. Okay. Yeah. I could see that. And Yeah. So we have to lean into it. We have to lean into it. As you said, instead of having the pity party, it's like, you know, and I have to say, okay, what lesson am I supposed to be learning from this? And it's like, okay, like that's enough. Like, you know, how many slaps I said, spirituals, bitch slaps do I have? have?" (laughs) (laughs) It's like, okay, I I think I'm listening. Okay. I think I get it now. I don't know. know. And I'm sure lots of people feel that it's like, okay. Like the, universe, the universe, the source, God, whatever. Yes. It will try and try and try you again until you learn that lesson. So yeah. you, it, it's a matter of, yeah, paying enough attention to yourself and those feelings you feel when you experience those. And that's where intuition comes from. Yep. So that's why it's, it's our intuition. Cause I have very strong intuition, very strong. And I know you do as well. And it's, and, and a lot of people have that. It's that gut feeling. It's that, oh, okay. That's our intuition. That is our body universe, whatever telling us that we need to pay attention to whatever we need to pay attention. Like right now, there's something that's trying to get our attention. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's interesting how, um, because I think, I think the world, um, is becoming, um, is waking up. Oh yes. Oh yes. I mean, we came into the age of Aquarius and I feel like that became evident. The fact that we came into the age of Aquarius as we donned a pandemic, it was a sign, you know, (laughs) I don't know enough about all that stuff. Um, and I, I'm, I'm actually very interested in learning about the age of that. Cause somebody said, Oh, we're coming. You're, you know, you came into the age of Capricorn. It's like, well, I'm not a Capricorn. I'm a Libra. Like how, what, like, why is that significant? I'm a Libra. I'm not a Capricorn. <laughs> 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 that didn't yeah. make any sense to me. It's like, okay, but I'm a Libra. So something, something that might help guide you in that sense is really looking up the roots of, um, Eastern, spirituality and western spirituality literally just google roots of eastern spirituality and go on a tangent go researching and you will find like yeah these sources where it comes from astrology um like everything it'll it'll kind of lay it out for you and you'll it that gives you more of a grasp because if you're trying to like detail look for things find books related to specific subjects or google search specific specific subjects it's hard Yes. But if you're generally looking for like an overall, how do I look at my spirituality different? That's a good way to like search at it. Yeah. Well, because yeah. there's so much and where do you mm-hmm. start? Like if I wanted to learn about the age of the, you know, the, all this that we're coming into, like, yeah. where do you, where do you start? Cause there's so much. And for beginners, you want to be reading something up here and you're like, no idea. Yeah. No idea what they're talking about. And I know the moons, you know, (laughs) 
I know the moons have a a big deal to stop. And, and it's like, okay, I have no idea. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. You have something to say. What about the moon? I do. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know where I wrote it and what I know it's because I wanted to mention it, but basically, I don't know how to put it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's the way I feel. Why? What is this? How do I put this? Because, you know, and and people talk a lot about how things um, happen for us in the moon cycle and 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 full moon i mean everybody knows about the full moon because i used to work ems and used to work hospital the 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 the, you know they say when the full moon comes out everybody goes crazy that is a fact it is a fact and i mean it's also a fact fact that like women women run their menstrual cycles off of the moon and stuff like that Mm -hmm. like whether it's literally on the day of the full moon it doesn't matter we still run it on that Mm -hmm. moonly cycle (laughs) but yeah um I found what I wanted to say um yeah like you were saying it's hard because you want to read something that's like up there or you want to learn something that's up there you're trying to figure it out and you can't because there's all these little details that's like the climbing ladder your way up there yes and it's true honestly I find spirituality and magic and witchcraft all that it's it's written in a sort of code even the Bible, it's all written in a code that you have to slowly absorb and slowly work your way up towards. Because if you try to retain all the information at once, you simply, you wouldn't understand it. It's yes. like a foreign language. Yeah. And I mean, as a white person who comes from fucking Alberta, Canada, I felt so alone. I had to teach myself all these practices. It was, it was odd because... I didn't know which direction to turn. And I found mm-hmm. myself looking up these meanings of, yeah, the moon or the meanings of spirituality and meditation and this, that, and the other thing. I'm like, I don't know what these things mean. Yes. I don't know how to meditate. What the, what, yes. what the heck is enlightenment? Like, <laughs> yeah. Do I turn something on? Like, <laughs> turn a light on? Yeah. <laughs> well, and I was, it was funny. I was talking to um, uh, someone yesterday and we were talking about meditation, funny enough. And people automatically think when they hear meditation that they need to listen to something or lie down and, and, and listen to tones and whatever it is. But meditation is just, you know, sitting outside and just, you know, taking the sun in for a few minutes and just being still. It's about being still and being with yourself. Focus. Yes. The idea of magic is that you are focusing all of your energy into one spot. That's magic, whether it's by manifestation or just advancement of your spiritual self. You are focusing on something particular and that's where your energy is going, you know, Um, for a long time, I struggled with meditation. Like I said, like, I didn't know what it was. I didn't know how to go about it. And I, I still feel like a lot of people struggle with it. You know, they they probably have their good moments, but then there's probably those other times where they're sitting there like, shit, like I got too much going through my head right now. Yes. Yes. I find, I found out the best way 
to meditate, I think, in my opinion. Um, I was blown away when I found it out. I actually got it from a show. It's called Midnight Gospel. It's a cartoon show. But on this cartoon show, they do a podcast type thing. And they talk about all sorts of trippy stuff, some spiritual stuff. And um, this one lady on there explained to her son how she initially started meditating. And she said, um, she says, can you feel your hand? And the guy's like, well, yeah. She says, okay, now try and feel inside of your hand. Just, just sense it. Try and sense the inside of your hand. And so he's like, okay, yeah, like I can sense it. You know, like it's mushy, it's meaty in there, whatever. Like I can kind of sense it. Yeah. And he's, then she's like, okay. She's like, all right, now sense the rest of the way up your arm. And continuing to sense just like what it would feel like to be in your body that it immediately, I, I, it felt like I got hit by a bus. I was like, this is the easiest way I'm going to meditate ever. I was like, I like, cause you know, you try and focus on yourself. You try and just let it go and yes. let the thoughts race through, address them because sometimes that's the best way to meditate. It's just let it happen. Yes. But, um, it doesn't always work, you know? And I found that way to be the easiest way to just center my mind on one source. And that source happens to be myself. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and that's, that's interesting. I, I love that because when you were saying that I was actually doing it and it was right? like, you okay. can do it just mentally. It was yeah. like, I could, okay. I could, I could picture that. And, yeah. and, and I was actually doing it. It's like, okay. I could, yeah. I could see that. I could yeah. see that. Um, and it's intense when you do it in like you said in silence and you're yes. still and you're on your own yes. whether it's whether you're swimming in the ocean or soaking up the sun or yes. walking around in the snow yes. if you're just sensing yourself and sensing being in that moment that is meditation and yes. that is going to bring you so many answers yeah in itself <laughs> yeah well and yeah. that's it and that's it. and so it's it's meditation is so many different things yeah and i think the root thing is 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 is, is stillness mm-hmm and with this pandemic, we have been forced, the to world has yeah. been forced to be still. Mm-hmm. And I kind of feel it was like the universe, whoever it is that, okay, you know, stop. Yeah. <laughs> we need to stop and look within and it been forced because we weren't doing it on our own. Yeah. And well, source universe, whatever has an amazing way of kind of nudging us yes. in that direction without us yes. even noticing and without yes. us feeling pushed either. We yes. feel like it's our choice. So, yes, yeah. absolutely. And I think this is why so many people are waking up. And I think more you hear about people looking into whatever, you know, spirituality is to them and people looking in themselves and their relationships. And you hear about long-term marriages that all of a sudden, you know, during the pandemic, they couldn't, it didn't work. And Mm -hmm. so many things have changed Mm -hmm. because I think they needed to, we needed to. to be still in order to see it. Yep. Yep. Feel and it, honestly, recognize it. like, yeah, it has brought this, it's, it's brought this awakening of yeah. spirituality upon people. It's yeah. also brought an awakening in so many other ways. Um, in the workplace, people mm. are 
changing the way the workplace is now people are like everything is changing now honestly even and like that's why I keep going back and forth between spirituality and like mental health and just health issues is because I feel like those are the two main things that have really just shot up this year um I mean COVID is one thing but I mean hospitals are full besides that Hospitals are full of people now realizing they have FND or Tourette's yeah. and now realizing that, oh crap, I've had cancer for the past two years. Like, yes. and it's just, everyone's getting hit with this bus, but they needed it. They needed this reality yeah. check because we were all getting so lost in our lives. Yes. We needed to get back in the moment and the universe made it happen, yes. made it happen. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I completely agree with that. And especially so you know, with the mental health has been just rampant Mm -hmm. through this COVID, um, which is, is horrible for people who are really struggling and in people who are a little struggling, but the ones that have all of a sudden really struggling and, you know, and the, and the thing about losing jobs and, and businesses and, and it's just been horrible. So why do you think that the mental health has become prominent, um, I, you know, because it's not just depression, it's all sorts of, of things have now appeared, yeah. uh, with people, um, again, like your Tourette's came in that and I'm, and there's just so many different things, people, mental health, which is why I'm so glad people are finally recognizing it mm-hmm. because I I've always felt Cause I mean, uh, I have, you know, as you know, I have two kids who have, you know, their own special needs mm-hmm. and, and I do myself with a chronic illness. And if you can't see it, it doesn't exist. Yep. Yep. And finally it, we are coming to a point where that's no longer a thing. Yes. And it's nice. Yes. It's yeah. time. It's time. Exactly. It's time. So wow. instead of people being embarrassed, fighting um this battle by themselves and uh it's been screaming for help for many years i think as you said is getting that validation from Mm -hmm. the universe the people that it's real yeah and that's a huge shift um and i'm so happy for that for everybody that they're you know people are rallying around people it's yeah it's breaking generational cycles of abuse and trauma and just just bad times you know um we're we're all finally on that path now and we needed to you know like there's so many more people not only like yeah there's been it seems like a rise in mental health and mental health issues and just chronic illnesses and stuff like that but Mm -hmm. i feel like it's not only that i feel i i feel like it was all there to begin with, our eyes just weren't open and our ears weren't open. We weren't listening enough to the people that said they were suicidal. We weren't listening yes. enough to the people that said something doesn't feel right. Like yes. being paid attention to. And now it is now people are getting diagnoses. People are 
taking their medication. I see people taking their medication on TikTok and encouraging others to take their medication Aww. because they shouldn't feel embarrassed that they need that extra help. Aww. And I adore that. I, I yes. love that because yes. I used to be that person that thought that like, oh, I don't need that mental, that extra help. Like I can do it on my own, you know? And I tried for a long time, you know? But um, there's actually a quote from the second book that I'm reading um, by Dr. Michael Newton in The Destiny of Souls that I want to read to you kind of along these lines. Yes. And it says, our thoughts, feelings, moods, and, at and attitudes are mediated by our body chemicals, which are released through signals of perceived threats and dangers from the brain. Fight or flight mechanisms come from our primitive brain, not from the soul. The soul has great capacity to control our biological and emotional reactions to life, but many souls are unable to regulate a dysfunctional brain. So to me, that says whether you're suffering from cancer, ADHD, Alzheimer's, like literally whatever you're going through, threats, like anything, it's... They have all taught you something. They're all a lesson. Yes. They're all treating, teaching you empathy, teaching you compassion, teaching you sadness, teaching you despair and desperation. But it's for a good cause. And your, your brain, your chemical imbalances, affecting that even more is not your fault. And people, I'm, I'm so glad people are taking their medications now. And I feel like that's what's raised my vibration and helped yes. me become more spiritually attuned is because I finally said, you know what? Okay, yes. I will, I will get some chemical help. And yes. it's helped a lot. Yes. And people not need not to be ashamed of that because exactly. I remember when, you know, my kids were young and, and ADD was just starting to become the thing. And, and, and there's people who are against medication and want to do it naturally and it mm -hmm. does not need it. And I'm not just saying ADD, but I'm, that's just what popped into my head. Totally, yep. it, it's like, you know, don't give your kids medication. Do you give your kids medication? And I'm like, and the first thing I say is, yes, I do. Because I had my seven, eight-year-old, I think he was, say to me, mom, my mind is finally quiet. Yeah. Yeah. And he was absolutely stunned that his mind was quiet. And he was just like, oh, how do I deny that? exactly to my child yeah because i'm his you know what we have to be advocates for ourselves but we also have to be advocates for our children and whatever you choose and however you choose to treat it is it i am not knocking anybody yeah. but i am one um that believes in uh medication but it also comes with therapy and all this other kind of stuff. I mean, it, they, they go hand in hand. Like you have really to, do. you have to work on yourself and find what works for you along with this, like that they go hand in hand. Um, That's why and, I said they really complement each other. Yes. Mental health and spirituality. They really do. They support yes. each other. They are the backbone of each yes. other. <laughs> yes. And honestly, I don't know if I, if I was not, if I, how to put this, if I didn't have any health issues, any, including like mental health, physical and anything like that, but I still experienced spirituality, 
I don't know if I would be as spiritually enlightened or know as much as I do had I not experienced those things and vice versa. Mm. I don't know if I would be as wise and smart and aware of everything as I am had I not experienced spirituality, but went through all that turmoil as well. So I feel like both brought me to this spot and I'm thankful, honestly, in the end, I'm thankful for even all the crap that I've been through. It has taught me how to not fear death, how to not fear sickness, how to not fear rejection and being judged and to just accept things as they are. And like I said, learn from it. Yes, you're, that's, that is so true. Because without those struggles, you would not be searching. Yeah, for, exactly. you know, whether for it's in a, a medical, a yes, yes, yeah. 100%. Yep. Yes, that makes perfect sense. And you're right. You're right. Because if yeah, it really steers people, um, I guess what we're going through on different paths. And, and that makes a lot of sense. And you are, you are, I mean, I love, I mean, you teach me, you know, things, um, all the time and, and so now I got to find, figure out this moon stuff. Um, (laughs) 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 but you know, you are, you are, you are wise and you, and the, the things that you know, and you share is just absolutely incredible. And you're always teaching me something. And even, you know, your daughter is teaching me things and about, you know, it's just, it's just, she's just so adorable. And uh, we all know it's always white magic, right? Only white magic. Let's just be clear. It's only white magic. There's nothing else. Um, I just like to say, I keep it positive. Yes. yes. I never, I never put out any negativity into the universe because it's going to come back absolutely (laughs) yes it does um and uh and i am so so proud of you with the things that you have gone through and how you have um handled them and you've grown through them and and uh you know how far like you've grown and and where you, you were and where you've come and i'm so excited to see what the, I mean, you, you're, you're still young and I just feel you're really going to make an impact in the world with what you do and, and on your TikTok. I mean, look at, look at, like, look at, I remember when you started that, yeah right. And we named it. Remember we sat there and thought of this name and, and what you do on there and you do so many different things and your audience loves you. And I'm really encouraging people listening to this, that you have to go um, to Sam's TikTok and I uh, said, it's witch with ticks and it'll, it'll be in the bio. Um, so people can find you. And um, so, I mean, I appreciate you, you taking the time and, and talking to me. I really uh, wanted to do this for a while because I think what you have to share is important and, uh, and I said, it will enlighten a lot of people. So is there any last, you know, amazing thing you want to share with anybody? <laughs> On that note of um, lo- loving to share um, these thoughts and my perspective on the world with everybody. Um, as Beethoven once said, the point of being human is to approach is to approach divinity as closely as you possibly can and then disseminate it out to those out to those other people out to the race of mankind you know like yeah yeah so i just i truly believe in that i i believe that there's no point to this unless you help everyone else complete the process 
Mm. There's no point to being smart and aware and enlightened and all that, unless you're helping other people do it. I don't yes. think I would, I would complete my process of enlightenment um, yes. if it weren't for other people. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I agree. Yeah. I, I agree. Yes. What an amazing way to end this interview. And I love the quote. I mean, who, I mean, you got to quote Beethoven, come on. <laughs> but again, I adore you and love you. And um, thank you again. And um, I said, follow her on TikTok. And yeah, thank um, you. yeah absolutely. I'll, like, I'll be sharing this with everybody else on TikTok as well. Yes. <laughs> yes. Let's change the world. Yes. Um, help people um, find their way. That's right. Right. Like I said, in the business of inspiration. Yes. I love that. Love that. <laughs> Thank you, Sam. I appreciate you. Thank you. And we will um, talk to you soon. Okay. Thank you. Thank you.